0: Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Thursday, February 4th, 2021. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, whole bunch of Apple rumors. The most details yet on the Apple headset. Will the Apple car be an AV first? And does that mean it will be for delivering things? Is the iPhone 13 getting better cameras? And also, Amazon is deploying cameras on its trucks. And Senator Klobuchar wants to put the burden of proof on the acquirers when it comes to tech mergers. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. As I just said, there's a whole bunch of smoke around a whole bunch of Apple rumors this morning. Three big ones right in a row, so let's tick them right off. First, sources are giving the information the most details we've heard yet about Apple's rumored mixed reality headset. The rumors they are dishing are the headset will have 8K displays, advanced eye-tracking tech, and more than 12 cameras to track hand movements and also show what's going on out in the real world. Quote... The information viewed internal Apple images of a late-stage prototype from last year, which show a sleek, curved visor attached to the face by a mesh material and swappable headbands. Apple is far along in the design of the product, which Apple employees are internally describing as a mixed-reality headset because of its ability to combine virtual reality experiences with games and other applications that use real-life objects surrounding the person wearing the headset. It could ship as early as next year, said the person with direct knowledge of the product, who requested anonymity to talk about a device that Apple hasn't yet publicly admitted it is making. The company has tapped Taiwanese manufacturer Pegatron, which already makes iPhones and iPads for Apple to assemble it. Still, the product is complex and risky enough that Apple could decide to postpone or shelve it as it has done with other novel products in the past. Among the biggest risks is the price of the device, which is likely to cost significantly more than the $300 to $1,000 for existing VR headsets from Facebook's Oculus and others. Last year... Apple internally discussed pricing the product around $3,000, more than the starting price of the company's high-end laptops, but around the $3,500 that Microsoft charges for its mixed-reality headset HoloLens, according to the person with direct knowledge of the device. The potentially high price explains why Apple has internally talked about a goal of shipping only about 250,000 units of the headset in the first year of its release, though that plan could change, according to the person. One of the biggest mysteries around the product is how people will use it. Games have been one of the main attractions for VR headsets and are likely to be a focus for Apple's device as well. The company has internally discussed productivity and education applications, the person said. The category is still young and faces questions around data privacy and unknowns around long-term usage, which may slow its ability to break out from early adopters." So that all is super interesting to me. Apple has largely stayed away from niche products since the iPhone era began, even the home pod, which hasn't exactly broken through, partly due to a high price point, you still got the sense with that that Apple wanted those to sell in the same number as Echo devices do. We've talked before about how Apple might just want to get this out the door though, so that it can learn and perfect the technology and the form factor, can iterate and iterate with the ultimate goal of being some sort of mass market eyeglasses by the end of the decade. You know what I mean by eyeglasses. In the meantime, It's interesting how this seems to be a blending of AR and VR, sort of fudging things a bit. Quote, The company's headset, codenamed N301, will immerse the wearer in a fully virtual environment similar to that of Oculus Quest. Its current design also blocks peripheral vision to keep outside light from leaking into the wearer's field of vision, the person with knowledge of the product said. The cameras on the device will be able to pass video of the real world through the visor and display it on screens to the person wearing the headset, creating a mixed reality effect, the person said. Apple is developing multiple technologies to control the headset, including a previously unreported thimble-like device to be worn on a person's finger, allowing them to interact with the software according to two people familiar with the matter. It couldn't be learned whether Apple plans to bundle that device with the product or sell it separately. It could also decide not to ship it using the cameras on the device, the headset will also be able to respond to the eye movements and hand gestures of the wearer. A version of the headset seen last year by one of the people also had a physical dial on the visor's side for controlling the device's software. The headset will have LiDAR sensors, which Apple already uses in iPhones and iPads to measure the distance between surfaces. That technology can quickly map objects in physical space, allowing the user to place something like a virtual game board on a real coffee table. Additionally, another outward facing display built into the visor potentially allows the wearer to show graphics to others or quickly check information when they are not wearing the headset, the person with knowledge of the device said. Apple is also building interchangeable headbands that feature its spatial audio technology, which is already built into the latest AirPods models, and creates a more immersive surround sound experience than traditional stereo audio. It is expected that the headset will charge through a cable, and Apple is also working on an optional headband with additional battery life. The inclusion of two 8K displays in the headset would make its picture quality far higher than that of other consumer headsets, and even the majority of high-end televisions, which cost thousands of dollars at 8K resolution. Apple has for years worked on technology that uses eye tracking to fully render only parts of the display where the user is looking. That would let the headset show lower quality graphics in the user's peripheral vision and reduce the device's computing needs, according to people with knowledge of the efforts, end quote. So, my newly acquired Quest 2 does have a sort of pass-through mode where you can see your surroundings in black and white while you're setting up your play area. This is that, fully blown out, I guess. But also, if this is not letting any outside light in, it's not actually AR. This is VR emulating AR, which is an interesting choice. Yeah, I need to get to work and put the wheels in motion for that Oculus Quest bonus episode that I promised, right? And look, at this point, I'm basically full-on expecting some sort of announcement of an Apple car by the end of this month. Not an Apple event or anything like that, but some announcement of some sort of tie-up between Apple and some car manufacturer. CNBC is the latest to report that Apple and Hyundai slash Kia are close to some sort of manufacturing deal. The great Phil Lebeau is reporting that the first Apple cars will definitely be designed to be autonomous first, Which is interesting because, again, people have been thinking that it might be logical for Apple to get a normal electric car under their belt before going the full autonomous route. Quote, Apple is close to finalizing a deal with Hyundai Kia to manufacture an Apple-branded autonomous electric vehicle at the Kia Assembly plant in West Point, Georgia, according to multiple sources who briefed CNBC on the plan. The so-called Apple car, which is being developed by a team at Apple, is tentatively scheduled to go into production in 2024, though people familiar with the talks between Apple and Hyundai-Kia say the eventual rollout could be pushed back. One source familiar with Apple's strategy on developing a car tells CNBC, I doubt Hyundai is the only automaker they could strike a deal with. There could be somebody else, end quote. For Apple, the decision to build a car opens the potential to tap a global auto and mobility market valued at $10 trillion. Morgan Stanley analyst Katie Hubbardy explained the profit potential for Apple in a research note she issued in January, quote, smartphones are a $500 billion annual total addressable market. Apple has about one third of this market. The mobility market is $10 trillion, so Apple would only need a 2% share of this market to be the size of their iPhone business, Hubbardy wrote. Sources familiar with Apple's interest in working with Hyundai say the tech giant wants to build the Apple car in North America with an established automaker willing to allow Apple to control the software and hardware that will go into the vehicle. In other words, this will be an Apple car, not a Kia model featuring Apple software. The Kia plant, about 90 minutes southwest of Atlanta, Georgia, has available capacity, so scaling production and tapping the Hyundai-Kia supply chain can be done relatively quickly. Quote, the first Apple cars will not be designed to have a driver, said one source with knowledge of the current plan. These will be autonomous electric vehicles designed to operate without a driver and focused on the last mile, end quote. That could mean Apple cars at least initially could focus on package food delivery operations and firms incorporating robotaxis, end quote. So that's an interesting wrinkle. I know what I just said in the previous segment about Apple having the tendency not to go for niche markets in recent years, but actually, I would have put my money more on Apple doing a high-end luxury vehicle at first for the reasons that I elucidated last month. I mean, let's come back to those total addressable market numbers. With the automotive market, even if Apple only takes a small sliver at the top, it moves their valuation on Wall Street meaningfully. Quoting Ben Badgerin on Twitter, 2% of that market is larger than the iPhone business, and Apple likes markets where customer satisfaction is relatively low, and experience can be better, which is automotive, end quote. Counterpoint from Phil Byrne, quote, The Apple-Kia deal says $49,900 entry price to me. More than most people can afford, but Apple will come up with creative financing arrangements. You'll pay the same as you would for a $35,000 lease, but you'll still be locked into the platform somehow, end quote. Yes, some sort of Apple Prime subscription makes a lot more sense if it's your monthly transportation nut, and your smartphone, and your entertainment, and your gym membership, and and on and on and on and on and on. When you go through airport security, there's one line where the TSA agent checks your ID and another line where a machine scans your bag. The same thing happens in enterprise security, but instead of passengers and luggage, it's end users and their devices. These days, most companies are pretty good at the first part of the equation where they check user identity, but user devices can roll right through authentication without getting inspected at all. In fact, 47% of companies allow unmanaged, untrusted devices to access their data. That means an employee can log in from a laptop that's had its firewall turned off and hasn't been updated in six months, or worse, that laptop might belong to a bad actor using employee credentials. Collide finally solves the device trust problem. Collide ensures that no device can log into your Okta-protected apps unless it passes your security checks. Plus, you can use Collide on devices without MDM, like your Linux fleet, contractor devices, and every BYOD phone and laptop in your company. Visit collide.com slash ride to watch a demo and see how it works. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot slash ride. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Real talk. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of ED between the ages of 40 and 70. But it's always been a taboo topic. Thankfully, Hims is changing that by providing affordable access to ED treatment all online. HIMSS provides access to clinically proven generic alternatives to Viagra and Cialis up to 95% cheaper with options as low as $2 per dose. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Answer a series of questions on their site and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships directly to you for free and in discreet packaging. No insurance needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down, it's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at himscom ride. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash ride for your personalized ED treatment options. hims. dot com slash ride. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare care provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. And finally, on the Apple front, Ming Chi Kuo says the iPhone 13 is now more likely to feature an ultra wide camera with significantly improved low light performance thanks to a new lens supplier. Quoting Mac Rumors. In his latest TFI Securities investor note seen by Mac Rumors, Kuo says that Chinese supplier Sunny Optical's iPad 5P lens verification has gone smoothly. And it has learned a lot from the process, meaning that the probability of it shipping a 7p wide-angle lens for the iPhone 13 in the second half of 2021 has increased significantly. Quote expects Sunny to begin mass shipments of its iPad 5p lens in the middle of the first quarter of 2021, supplying Apple with around 15% of those parts due to limited initial production capacity. It is not specified in the report which iPad model the 5p lens is destined for, but shipment proportion... For both 5P and 7P lenses, is expected to further increase to between 15 and 20 percent and 25 and 30 percent in 2022, according to Quo. Sunny Optical's greater competition will also put pressure on Largan, which is currently fueling a price war due to its significant technological advantages over other iPhone lens suppliers. End quote. (music) Let's see what non-Apple news I can scrape together here before we go today. Amazon has started deploying AI-powered Netrodyne cameras, which are always-on and automatically uploading footage so that Amazon can monitor drivers out in the real world. Quoting CNBC, Amazon has deployed the cameras in Amazon-branded cargo vans used by a handful of companies that are part of its Delivery Service Partner Program, which are largely responsible for last-mile deliveries. The cameras could be rolled out to additional DSPs over time, and Amazon has already distributed an instructional video to DSPs informing them of how the cameras work. DSPs are contracted delivery providers, usually distinguishable by Amazon-branded cargo vans, responsible for picking up packages from Amazon delivery stations and dropping them off at doorsteps. The program, launched in 2018, has allowed the company to quickly scale up its last mile delivery capabilities and compete with shipping partners such as UPS and FedEx. Amazon's DSP program has faced criticism for lax safety protocols in the past. Investigations by NBC News, ProPublica, and BuzzFeed News identified safety issues and described poor working conditions at some DSPs based on interviews with drivers and former Amazon employees. The cameras could help improve safety, but privacy advocates and several DSP drivers said they're concerned about potential privacy trade-offs. The drivers, who asked to remain anonymous out of fear of retaliation from Amazon, described the cameras as unnerving, big brother, and a punishment system, end quote. Yes, and what was it I said just this week about my entire block being surveilled thanks to Amazon's Ring doorbell cameras? Now the cameras are going to be in the Amazon trucks, too. Super. I've gotten caught by the Google Maps street view cameras multiple times now when I'm out walking our previous dog. These days, Amazon would be capable of narking on me if I don't bother to pick up Archie's poop. Not that I would do that. I'm not a monster. And finally, today, keeping to the promise to keep our eyes on how the whole winds of antitrust might bear out under a democratic regime in Washington. One thing I think we can assume, any remedies like breaking up big tech are probably, all things being equal, unlikely to happen in the end, and even if they did, they wouldn't happen for years. However, this sort of thing is the sort of thing that could meaningfully shape the tech landscape right now. The incoming head of the Senate Antitrust Subcommittee, Senator Amy Klobuchar, plans to introduce an antitrust bill that would significantly raise the bar for tech acquisitions, quoting the Wall Street Journal. The senator plans to introduce legislation that would bar companies that dominate their sectors from making acquisitions unless they can prove their deals don't, quote, create an appreciable risk of materially lessening competition, end quote, according to a draft from Ms. Klobuchar's office. Now, the burden is on the government to prove a merger substantially lessens competition. Ms. Klobuchar is hoping that Democrats' control of the Senate will improve odds of passage, and she will seek to build momentum through a series of legislative hearings focused on monopoly power. Quote, we have an increasing monopoly problem, really headlined by what is happening with tech, but also extending across the economy, Ms. Klobuchar said. Our laws have to be as sophisticated as those that are messing around with competition, she said, end quote. And in an interview with The Washington Post, Klobuchar said this, quote, It's not just sitting there and pulling constant hearings where we're yelling at executives and throwing popcorn at them, though I'm sure some of that will go on. We have to pass something, and I really want to see something get done, end quote. Nothing for you again today... Maybe just sign up for the Ride Home Plus feed. You can do it at tech.supercast.tech. Talk to you tomorrow.